You are listening to Down Home. I'm Derek Wise, and on behalf of Jay Jones, welcome to the podcast. When Jay and I started this podcast journey, we committed the worst cardinal sin of podcasting. We didn't actually communicate the proper context of why we are going through this podcast journey together. In episode one, we did share a little bit of background info and our motivations for wanting to speak out, but we didn't explain why we are co-hosts. So join us as we discuss our friendship over the years, from the church to high school, and then through our 20s and our, and our separate moves to Toronto. We actually end the episode uh, explaining what it means to us to be Scotian. So stay tuned. The reason we're doing this, I guess, is um, we, we did have a couple of comments of uh, people wondering what our connection is. So I guess we kind of, we assumed, you know what I mean? <laughs> like we had our yeah. first episode and we talked about us individually and we talked yeah. about our loose connection kind of thing, like mm-hmm. we like high school, but we never actually kind of went in depth and we kind of assumed it was assumed knowledge, you know yeah, what I mean? True, which true. is, which is, which isn't a great way to go about things so you know 30 39 episodes in we'll actually explain in detail <laughs> yeah how we're how about to we go doing? down the rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh deep the, the deep connections probably the church wouldn't you agree i would say so i think that's where the journey really really started um uh i can remember uh, Sidney Jones, my great grandfather, head deacon, Cornwall Street Baptist Church. Edith Chandler, head deaconess of Cornwall Street Baptist Church. After Sunday service, I we got changed up where they did the baptisms uh, for children's choir. We used to go hang our gowns up there, and then coming back down, the deacons and deaconess they would be counting out the ties and offering uh, plate from the collections plates. Count so the cash. Before, counting the yeah, cash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mad money it was like yeah it was funny uh and then i'd always come down and i talked to my you know my grandfather thornton williams was usually there um your grandmother was usually there a few other deacons and i i can't remember their names but uh you know they'd always talk to me and uh ask me questions about school and how this and that was and uh, your grandmother one time said to me, she said, you know what, Jason, it would be a good idea if you met my grandson one day. I think you guys would get along swimmingly. I don't know if she said swimmingly. I'm putting words in her mouth. But, uh, you know, it sounds like something someone from back then might say. Yeah, but, true. You know, so sure enough, uh, we met yeah. one day on yeah. Kamala Street, on Kamala Street itself. And, uh, yeah. you know, I was like, hey, Derek. And you re- you didn't really say much. You just yeah. That's out. if anyone knows me, I don't really say too much, especially back then. But, yeah, I um, knew it then. Yeah. So <laughs> what what we're calling Cornwallis Street Baptist Church has a new name, but back then, the church that was on it was near the corner of Cornwall. 
Is it still called Cornwall Street? Because I know they renamed the church. Yeah, but I, I think don't it's still think Cornwall Street. They haven't renamed think, that. Yeah. It's on the corner. It was near the corner of Cornwallis and Godican. Mm-hmm. So smack dab in the in the north end of Halifax. And probably the predominant church on the peninsula for, for black folks. Most definitely for sure. Was, so that yeah. And how long was your your grandfather the deacon there though? Like it uh I like it must have been the at least the the fifties and sixties or sixties at least, right? I think uh I think he was coming in on 40 or 50 years yeah really so it was like the yeah. 50 the 50s and 60s yeah because he was 94 when he passed away yeah and as long as i can remember you know when i was born he was a deacon and i think i think he became in the in the 50s in his early 50s late 40s yeah maybe. i know for sure my grandmother was a, a deaconess in the uh in the 60s and the 70s for sure mm-hmm. but uh yeah so that you know that's some pretty deep roots and like the church was everything for our community man it was the the center of social interaction it was the the meeting place for um everyone in our community in and around that area right even you like you live in Oton Klein Ice it was it was a, a place that you came for that interaction right yeah, for sure. And not to mention the people that would go come across from across the bridge in Dartmouth. There were people in Dartmouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They the, would the, the marshals, right? Yeah, the marshals and, and you know, other people, too. Like, you know, uh, Cornwall Street Baptist Church at the time was like you say, it was the hub. And I think it was the first uh, black church in Halifax, like, you know, way back, you know. Mm. Yeah, I it's believe uh, so. Yeah, it, uh, and like I don't know about now, but the the three three services on Sunday, man. There was something that went on on Saturday too, wasn't there? I don't know, man. It was there, it was something going on all the time, man. Yeah, you know. It but was, there were three uh, yeah. services on Sunday, though. I, I I only went to two, maybe two, yeah. but you you were there all three. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I had to be there three. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, I was, yeah, I was there every, every Sunday for sure. No question. And on Fridays for, um, uh, children's choir practice. So, yeah. uh, yeah, oh, that okay. was, that was a good times. So, yeah. So, I mean, from preschool to, you know, my formative years, you know, to meeting friends that I consider lifelong friends there, mm. um, you know, uh, the church was a big thing. Yeah. So the, the choir was that, was that? That was Melinda Day. Yes, she was Melinda the Day. director. Yeah, yeah. And, for years, uh, man. She was yeah for for many years. Yeah, wow, she man. had she she had the job of wrangling us all as kids together and getting <laughs> us to sing. It was funny sometimes because yeah. <laughs> we, you Godkin Street kids were rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, they had after school programs there at the church or lunchtime and after school. So at lunchtime, mm-hmm. there was a, um, I forget what they called it, man. But anyway, all the kids, what, the hot lunch program, the hot lunch program. That's what and my yeah. grandmother used to be big on that. And along with other, other ladies from the church. So they ran the kitchen. Yeah. So, my grandmother as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. And, and I remember, um, cause you know, I would, I had really bad asthma and wasn't, I wasn't sickly, sickly, 
but my grandmother coddled me a lot. I, I think I was her favorite to to some mm-hmm. some degree, but um, I yeah, she would never let me in amongst all the kids. I always yeah. sat in the kitchen. Yes, I remember. Yeah, I saw I saw you a few times there sitting <laughs> on a stool, VIP access, <laughs> getting it hot from the stove. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah, but I, I, I remember I, the the big old tins of every, the big old tins of um of uh, sauces and the the big yeah. like big old tins of like pears and peaches and stuff that they got donated yeah, to the yeah. church. Yeah, these were big programs back in the day that held these. Yeah, uh, this uh, our community up man like the, the church was yeah. the hub of everything oh big time and yeah the women were always always of the community were always working hard i mm. remember there was big vats of lard yeah someone was always peeling potatoes like, yeah. you know what i mean those yeah. big 50 pound potatoes so a lot of work went into that and i think you know a lot of the sort of mother figures you know that's what they became to a lot of the kids there you know what i mean yeah definitely was, man it was well uh it was well put together well organized yeah. from what i remember oh yeah definitely and then um as we got older uh the church wasn't for me definitely because the church wasn't as big a uh, uh, a part of my life as we got older especially in the teenage years when it was given a choice of whether yeah. you're going to go or not all of a sudden you know two times came to one and then one came to all every now and then and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you just kind of stop going, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I got a job. Uh and, oh, then, and was that your had, excuse? <laughs> that that was that was well part of my excuse, but it made it easier, you know what I mean? So uh yeah, Sundays I often work because you know, we were working part-time and uh you know how you got your hours was usually on the weekends and maybe yeah. one shift a week or something for me anyway. Yeah, true. although you were working with uh you were working all the time man. oh yeah on the at the, the hrm the halifax mm-hmm. regional municipality back in the day but uh yeah man so we really met though as teenagers in in grade 10 i think yeah in uh, uh grade 11 actually was it grade yeah. 11 I think I knew of you in grade 10, but we didn't really roll in the circle yet. And then grade 11, we were in, uh, we were in Bobby D's economic class. Was that, and, was that uh, grade 11? Shoot, man. I always yeah. thought that was grade 10. No. Uh, yeah. Great. Grade 11 when one of the electives was economics. And uh, so started talking that and I was like, Hey man, I remember you. And then we hit it off. And mm. then the funny part was, is, Bobby D, Mr. Douglas, our teacher, he would always come to, <laughs> he would always come to me. He'd be like, Derek, was Jason in class today? <laughs> and I'm I like, uh, I'm Jason. <laughs> and, you know, and yeah, he was in class. He's like, oh, all right. And then he did the same to you. He always yeah. thought we were each other. So, yeah, I never, covered. I never corrected him. I'd say, yeah, Derek, Derek was in class. He was right up front. <laughs> yeah. But, but it was so funny but because that became a joke, a running joke, how we sort of covered for each other. And yeah. uh, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> So high school, and then we, we started hanging out, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. We, you know, we were, we were teenagers and going to school dances and hanging out, with friends playing basketball, and yeah, you know. And we stuff. we kind of covered a lot of that stuff with uh, the fellas episode. I, I forget the number, yeah. but uh, that that was high school, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And we we ran in different. We kind of ran in different circles a little bit. Yeah. Um. Like I had the the football crowd and 
and stuff like that. We, we always kind of met in the middle, like me, mm-hmm. you, Chad and Chris, we always met in the middle and then did our thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah Cause you had football and stuff a lot. Like, yeah. Every day after first school, half. man. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah. And, um, I think, uh, definitely you know you know the the parties and being invited out to stuff and all that stuff and you know me me looking as old as i did i was the guy to go into the lc so we i was invited to a lot of that stuff just to supply the beer and whatnot man yeah yeah but uh <laughs> yeah you good old dc wise yeah <laughs> clyde street liquor store yeah clyde street <laughs> liquor store man that was hilarious <laughs> yeah but yeah, and and then uh, you know we you know we spent those years sort of having a good social life with our friends, and then into our early twenties, you know, obviously school. You went to school and stuff, and we the bond formed that much more stronger. Like we became kind of brothers with Chad included and Chris yeah. included because we were you know growing men just working and spent a lot of time playing basketball together on Sundays and mm-hmm. hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, like we, we got so close that, um, you know, after I met my, my, uh, my girlfriend and my soon to be wife, you actually stood up at my wedding. You were one of my groomsmen then. Yes. Um, back in, uh, back in the day. Uh, but that was, that was, that wasn't until we both basically, um, met in Toronto. So I, I spent, um, most of the, the late nineties in Australia. Yeah. And, uh, but when we got, when we, when we both got hit, uh, Toronto, but what, what was your decision to hit Toronto, man? That was, that was, uh, 1999. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, well, I mean, one thing, my mom lived up here and we didn't really grow up together. I was raised by my great grandparents. I wanted to know her and I wanted to try music and acting. I wanted to, you know, just see what could happen and uh, also get to know her. And um, and it was free rent for a bit until I got on my feet. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that was my decision just to come here and see what could happen because I had I just Halifax wasn't it for me anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. when uh when I came when we made the decision, me and my wife made the decision to get back to um to Canada, uh Toronto was the natural decision uh, because it's the largest city. So yeah. yeah. Uh it was the natural place to come. But we we both met here, like but but the thing is of, of our group, we were the only two up here though. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, of our of just... our friend group from you know, high school in our early in our twenties. Yeah, we were the only ones here, but um, you yeah. had you had uh, your own little group. You you, I think when I when I landed, you did your best to try and uh, invite me out and stuff yeah. like that. I remember you inviting yeah. me to a few of your occasions with uh, trailer vision trailer and whatnot, man. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, just I mean, you were new in town, and I had sort of started to forge a little bit of social and doing some things that I set out to do. So it was pretty cool. And, you know, now my best friend was here. So yeah, I just wanted you amongst the mix. And yeah. and that happened over the years over different things. Like we both evolved immensely here, you know? Yeah. 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 And then, you know, um, I think it was it, well, when me and Vanessa moved here, we were up North. Well, not North, it was uh Northern Toronto. 
Mm-hmm. But then when our decision to come downtown, it, it so happened, we only lived about a 20 minute walk from you, which is extraordinary given the, the size of Toronto. Oh yeah. It's uh yeah. I remember I lived on St. Paul and yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, you guys moved into the Esplanade and yeah. you know, I remember I could take this little pathway right down to King street and walk right there. So yeah, I spent yeah. a lot of time there, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's where the barbecue started backyard barbecues. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's where a lot of things started. Just the growth of the family, you know, your two kids and mm. uh, you know, our, you know, our friendship and then you know uh yeah man it just what can you say man 30 40 years later <laughs> yeah i know it's a and you know it's, uh jay our family is so close with jay that jay is the godfather of my kids yeah um and like i said you you stood at my wedding man so that's that's where mm-hmm. the bond comes from that uh we're sharing this this uh this podcast yeah so it's almost and, like a uh, natural prog- progression oh for sure and for the simple fact too i think as men we're a little bit older now and we're a little bit softer and uh you know during this time too we started to talk a lot about different things that you know um sometimes you wouldn't think men really talk about and that's sort of the brotherhood and the bond and you know getting personal and being family and that led to our feelings about what happened when george floyd you know we've talked about this before but you know it was that continued foundation of friendship that allow us to go a little bit deeper and look at the way we were both affected by something crazy that was going in the world going on in the world that we never yeah. really looked at before you know in that yeah. kind of way through that sort of lens yeah, you know, true. Did, when, when we started this project, did you think that uh, we would be almost 40 episodes in? Um, well, I, I, I think I, I think so. You know, I mean, I think we just started it and we just kept trucking and we believe in it and uh, some good things have come from it and other ideas. And, you know, this is the heart of it. And we're, we're continuing to learn from the people that we're interviewing, some Nova Scotians, some not, but all talking about these subjects and having open conversations. Um, and I think it's a, always a continuing dialogue, but I, I don't think people have continued it like as much as we have within our own little world. Of course, there's lots of podcasts out there and everyone's doing their thing to have these conversations, I'm sure. But I think at the heart of it, um, and the rabbit hole it led us down knowing about our family history makes mm-hmm. it an ongoing thing. I'm not surprised at all because yeah. it was also something that got us through COVID as well, you know, yeah, and all the circumstances there was gave us something to look forward to and invest our time and uh, learn a lot more because we couldn't go anywhere else. And it was mm-hmm. our us keeping in touch i you know i'm bachelor lifestyle your family but Mm. it was a good way for us to keep in contact as well and continue to have these conversations that evolved and kept evolving so i'm not surprised i'm not surprised you know no what about you i um i thought we we i thought we could get here who was it that was saying it was a lot of hard work man uh augie jones yeah augie jones was saying you know the your average person doesn't quite understand how how much hard work goes into the podcast you know mm-hmm. you, you you do a lot of the um the legwork when it comes to contacting and booking guests 
Mm-hmm. Um, we both have we both have a production meeting on a weekly basis. Um, yeah. I do a lot of the editing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, um, one thing that we we do both together is the promotion of it um, mm-hmm. through social media. Um, if there's anyone out there that's listening that wants to do social media, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're contact. We're us. accepting. Yeah, yeah we're, accept- we're accepting yeah. internships. Internships <laughs> for zero money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so we've both done that and we've kind of we've we've done a good job a relatively good job at it um and we don't really look at the numbers but the numbers have been half decent enough mm-hmm. to get get us a little bit of attention on different platforms mm-hmm. we've got um a couple of international listeners which is surprising you know yeah. which is another reason why we're doing this to introduce ourselves a little bit more because i think again we assumed yeah. <laughs> that everyone yeah. kind of knew knew that there was this, knew this a little bit so we're, we're not assuming we're, we're giving everyone this information um yeah. yeah even like we the most surprising uh listening location that i saw on one of our platforms was there there was a listener from U- ukraine Oh, I Which didn't is, know that. You didn't Yeah, no, we, we talked about that a little while ago. Yeah, oh, you, maybe you know, we did. Yeah. Given given the um what they're going through right now, someone actually turned the podcast on in Ukraine and was listening mm-hmm. to us. Yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It is, man. And when mm-hmm. it, wasn't there someone in Switzerland too? Yeah, Switzerland. Kind of cool. Germany. <laughs> um, nice. a few in the states as well. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. all over Canada. There's a, there's someone out west that listens to us as well. Probably an expat. You know, yeah, thank yeah. thank you very much for that. If I, I would encourage anyone that's listening that if you have any questions, please contact us uh, through social uh, and tell us if there's something specific that you want us to do or, or anyone that you want us to have a conversation with that you think mm-hmm. is a great idea. I would, I would encourage you to contact us. We do have um, a few more things in the works where we actually have planned uh, a trip to Halifax. Yeah. Um, where we're going to uh, kind of do some stuff that we've planned, mm-hmm. uh, which, which should be great. But uh, if, if anyone has any ideas or someone that you want us to contact in Halifax, contact us. We're more than willing to have a conversation with someone that you might know in Halifax as well. Yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah, that's that's the one beautiful thing, too, is like having these conversations. You don't know where it reaches and you don't know who's listening listening but um you know it's just you just keep on chugging along and we we appreciate the support and we mm-hmm. appreciate the feedback that we do get and uh we're thankful for all the people who've been on here so we could interview to uh even take us back in into Halifax into places we didn't know or just hearing it from their perspective um Halifax has a, a rich history. It's interesting to sort of go down the rabbit hole of my family's beginnings. Derek did as well. And um, I think, uh, you know, it's where we're from. So it's where we get our, our immense pride from. And mm-hmm. it feels good to do something like this that we can rep, you know, our, our roots. I got a question for you. Uh, yeah. For you, what does it mean to be Scotian? Wow. <laughs> I mean, you know what it means to me, honestly, I, uh, 
like I said, going back here uh, in, in interviewing and in thinking about things and reflecting upon your past, I'm filled with immense pride because I know, you know, honestly, that's where I get my strength and perseverance from, you know, not just being a black Nova Scotian, but just, just anybody. Nova Scotia was just full of good, good people. And I think, you know, it's, it took village, you know, made great connections, great families. And, um, you know, it was really like a good sense of community. I mean, you know, I, I wanted to leave to expand and, and just see what else was out there, but, you know, to, to look back and go, damn man Halifax is where I'm from so it just means it just means to me it means uh pride you know uh I'm filled with pride you know to be Mm -hmm. to be Scotian and knowing the history that we we come from as well um you know that that I think anybody who can um and it's really easy to do these days and you know um with uh 23 and me isn't it or uh, all these yeah, different ancestry uh, 20, yeah, ancestry.com mm-hmm. but you can find out your history and it's it's there and once you look at it it opens the door and you see things in a different perspective you know mm-hmm. so pride man yeah yeah for me um scotian in general there's i have i have two feelings about scotia uh scotian in general like Every time I'd go back, the first time that I was back after being in uh, Australia for a long time, I remember um, going to cross the street and I was actually jaywalking, right? Yeah. And so coming, I was, I lived in Sydney, which is the largest Sydney in Australia. And, you know, having to look the the other way because they drive on the left side, the, the other side of the street, I was always cognizant because nobody would stop for you there. Right. Yeah, true. Yeah. So I remember the first time that I was back and uh, going across the street and just standing there and I was going to jaywalk and <laughs> the car stopped in the middle of the road, mind you, and looked at me, flashed their lights and went like this. Wow. I was like, what's this person doing? What do they want? <laughs> <laughs> and they, were, they were gesturing for me to cross the street in the middle of the street when I was jaywalking. Yeah. So uh, to me, uh scotian is is welcoming scotian mm. is is uh hospitality you know uh you know these barbecues that i have at my house it's an extension of that i remember my grand my, my mother sorry having uh barbecues and inviting the family and inviting friends and she still mm. she still does that with close friends and stuff like that right mm-hmm. um you hear about kitchen parties right yeah man like the this this that's that to me is Scotian the social aspect the community, and then you have um, being a Black Nova Scotian, which is where we we usually say Scotian is, is is kind of the 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 Black part of our 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 province, right? And for me, that that is deep deep roots and community, mm-hmm. right? And that's something that I took for granted when I was younger, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I took for granted that, um, you know, I left the door and I'm walking down Creighton Street and they're all familiar faces and they all knew me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took for granted that, uh, you know, I'd be walking down the street and I'm, I'm a eight year old kid and it's starting to get dark. Someone leans out the, the window and goes, Derek, you, you, your grandma is looking for you better go home. I yeah. took that for granted. Right. Mm-hmm. And then growing up and, and 
and uh, all that, that sense of community. I, I took that for granted. And then, you know, I think part of the reason that uh, me and Vanessa have stuck in this neighborhood here and around the Esplanade is because we've, there's a little bit of that here, mm-hmm. a tiny bit of that here, not nothing like when I grew up, but there's a little bit of that here, right? And it, yeah, and it feels, right. feels like, it feels familiar. It feels at home. We could have, mm-hmm. you know, we could have moved away. We could have gone outside the city and, 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 uh, and moved to a larger place and all this stuff. Right. Yeah. And the kids were younger, but we decided not to, because we feel at home here. Mm-hmm. And I think that that sense of community has a lot to do with it. Yeah. No question about that. And yeah, you, you definitely uh, have brought that, that sort of thing with you, with your family, the barbecues, and with us too, like, mm. you know, even my neighborhood, you know, which isn't far from you, um, you know, some people have gone and moved, moved away, but uh, same thing, just like you go outside, you walk down the street, hey, Jay, hey, what's up, you know, and mm. uh, that sense of community and that sense of thing, and I, you know, I guess in hindsight, like you say, sometimes you don't realize what you have until it's gone but uh looking back and reflecting invokes those memories and you know in some measure of a way we have taken that and just have in in, uh integrated into our life into the you know into our generation you know a lot of that's you though jay like i i used to joke and say that you're the you're the the mayor of um your community (laughs) right but it's true though because you you brought that sense of community to your neighborhood though you know what I mean? Possibly. Yeah. No, I, I it's, it's true. It's true. Like that, a lot of it had to do with you. Like you were the, you were the, the, the um, in, in marketing, they talk about centers of influence, right? Mm. These are, these are uh, people or organizations that draw, have things circling around them. Right. Mm-hmm. You were the center of influence in that community. Right. And that, that's what it means to be Scotian really. You know, when we're talking to these people, we're talking to centers of influence. Augie Jones is a center of influence, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, look at all of our guests. (laughs) They're all centers of influence. Yeah, it's true. So I guess it's that Scotian magic. But yeah, Yeah. I I guess I never really thought about it that way. I mean, like you said, well, the kindness and the hospitality, we bring that with us. You know, easygoing, just laid back and, um, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a huge compliment, but you do the same thing too. So yeah, we. You know. But this is that's. I think that's what it means to be Scotian. Like even look at, yeah. uh, look at Lindsay Sharp, man. Look at Lindsay Sharp. Yes. Yeah. Again, like I know he he, he spent his formative years in Nova Scotia, but he's a center of influence. You know, pe- people and things revolve around him and, and are attracted to him because he's he's got that uh, Scotian center of influence, right? Yeah, that Scotian vibe. It's true. It mm. is a thing, you know. And even some of us up here, actually, who were Scotian, we sometimes get together and we've all sort of crossed paths here and there. And, you know, it's it's kind of cool to sort of have that vibe. When we do get together, it's still instantaneous. You and I, you know, have had Lindsay on here. And over the last year or so, because we've had these open discussions about a lot of different things, we've sort of become closer with him as well. And, yeah. you know, we were just with him a couple weeks ago and it was that mm-hmm. same Nova Scotian vibe actually at another Nova Scotians bar down the street. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> there you yeah. go, man. I guess once a Scotian, always a Scotian, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. man. 
And I, I will say this too. It's like over the years, man, your grandmother is right. You know, you would get along with my great, my grandson, Derek, and you know, she, she saw it and, yeah. you know, like I said, 40 years later. So that's, that's, it's truly an honor to, to do it with, you know, my brethren, as they say, you know what I'm the saying? Bread, the brethren. Yes. <laughs> the up brethren here, up, here, up here in uh, Toronto. <laughs> yeah. You have been listening to Down Home. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. What about you, man? Any closing remarks? No, I'm going to let you let you, you close that episode over. Yeah, you can't remember what to say anyway, right? No time to sleep as you reach your next phase, laying it all on the line. New trail stop to blaze. It's a fire inside. The song Breaking New Ground from the Breakdown. Just kicking it live. A connection so strong. Transcribe with the vibe like magic prescribed.